0: So this is James's first animal podcast. This will be a series. Uh, you're doing five a week, seven a week? Seven a week. Seven Trying a week. to do every day. Okay, so that goes. one a day. Uh, these, and where are these, how are you coming up with these animals?
1: So I have a very large collection of like plushies and toys of real prehistoric and fictional creatures that I've been collecting over the years in a... I think last year I started putting them up on shelves and logging them and stuff like that. And I've wanted to start using them for educational purposes because, I mean, it would be kind of weird just to have them all up on a shelf and just sitting there. So I'm like, well, I can – I was like, maybe YouTube, maybe something. But then I figured out I could just do Facebook posts because I had a Facebook account that I never used for anything. And Dad has the company account that I can also put them on. And then I was like – Okay, well, we can do that, and Dad wants me to do podcasts, so we can do that, too.
0: And and I know a lot of people have been asking me about, uh, we, you, you share a lot of your animal knowledge just in general when we're with people, and several of them have said, oh, you mm-hmm. should do a podcast or video series or something on that. So I know that they've been telling me that you should do that, and I know they've been telling you. So yeah. So this seems like a good way. So so as we talk about each animal, I'll put the, the picture of the animal up uh, so yeah. that so that everybody can kind of see now are you choosing are, in any particular order or are you just kind of picking
1: so, one there's we're not first of all the daily thing and the order is not exact it's going to but will kind of be whatever i feel like but i am trying to do an order so the first week was i went through my favorite animals but it was like i went through i went from to birds mammals reptiles amphibians fish And then I did a fictional creature at the end. And then the next week was Shock Week. So that week was just all sharks. Even though I made sure they were all from different, like, sub-habitats at least. Like, well, I have them organized like that. But really, like, one was, like, from a coral reef and one's, like, from the ocean. You know, stuff like that. And then this last week had been kind of things that aren't as they seem. And I did miss Sunday, but, you know, oh well
0: that i think i the third I, lo- I i mean i enjoy all of them but i yeah. the third week was really cool for me i, I probably because most of the yeah. animals in week 1 and 2 you had you had taught me things about previously so i did learn some new things yeah. with each post but i thought the third week i really learned some cool things because yeah. there were things that i assumed uh, that that you know, then I got straightened yeah. out on. So, and as deep, we're so.
1: recording this, the last one for this week hasn't been made yet. I was going to do that at some point when I got home. Usually, for some reason, I ended up doing them like ten o'clock at night, which is probably not normal, but oh well.
0: <laughs> so, what we'll do is we're gonna we're gonna get caught up. We're gonna go through the ones that yeah. have been posted so far.
1: So, this is the first three weeks minus the last one of the third week. Okay, as that one does not exist at this moment.
0: And the the first one now, so. So, first of all, let's just say, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up on the screen this this picture. Yes. We're not going to say what it is yet. Okay. Yeah. We're going to put up on the screen. And um, without giving away what this one is, Yeah. Um, I, th- I think I could guess why this was your first animal of all the animals. Yeah.
1: But I would like to set some <laughs> things. So, first okay. of all, these are figures I have collected or plushies or whatever. So, all of them aren't going to be 100% accurate as – Either the manufacturer just made, like, a generic toy and didn't actually assign it anything, or I was like, this actually more looks like that, or maybe it's just, like, an older model that they just didn't have the resources at the time to make accurate. So, just note, because these are in my collections, I'm using the ones I have, but if you after you hear about the creatures you can go look up real photographs of them
0: and before. we can even try and find yeah. real photographs to include yeah. um you know at the end uh because some of these will be like you said just stuffed animals so or this plushies first or one
1: is a little like it's a very old plushie, so it's not exactly yeah. up to par with the real thing so
0: we will try and find also a, a an, an accurate yeah. image for at some point through here yeah so, so that
1: just a uh, clarification on that
0: um, so the, f- and, 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 I think in this particular blog, you do, you do right away. Every blog, I
1: do discuss it because as I've done this, I've kind of learned like certain brands are good. So you no, know, <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't call myself an expert. There are definitely people out there who like reviewing figures is literally their job. I even watch some of them, but like, I know enough where I can put in my two cents.
0: And maybe so. that's something we can, uh, at the end of each blog, uh, I know. Could...
1: I put it in the blog. I already have been doing that. I oh, think. no.
0: I'm saying other resources of where to find out more information oh, about yeah. the animal we could include. Mm-hmm. So we could put that yeah. just in the description. Yeah. here are some good resources for birds or yeah. mammals or that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So...
1: And one thing I like to know is, in general, I would definitely double check it. Wikipedia, for specifically animal stuff, is actually not that bad because. No one really goes out of their way to change the random information on that, and especially prehistoric creatures, the only people making those fake Wikipedia pages are probably the people who found them or someone really into it, and a lot of them, especially for lesser known creatures, are just, this thing was found here, it's literally a stub, like, Wikipedia calls it a stub, so... So, it's, um,
0: so we don't, we aren't going to call Wikipedia the end all, be all resource. Yeah. But in in this particular arena about animals, and it's generally at least yes, and, a good starting point yes. and has some decent information. It's, it's
1: not like yeah. it's not as bad. Yeah. I mean, don't do it in your research paper because your teachers will get mad at you for yeah. some reason. But. But you could ch- use
0: that as a launching off point. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. So this
0: first one, um, is obviously a feathered friend of some sort yeah. um so so tell us about this one and then i may have some okay. questions as we so go along do here. you
1: want me to keep its name secret till the end or? well i,
0: I kind of how you i think the i think i'm thinking of the third week. yes that's so, the third because this yes.
1: first week's just like my favorites okay. which is also why we even glide this is why my dad thinks i'd obviously <laughs> talk about this one because it's my favorite bird which is also why i kind of started out with it so First of all, this is a frugivore. Now, what does that mean?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming just that they only eat fruit.
1: Well, not only. Primarily eat fruit. Primarily fruit. fruit. Okay. I think it's like 70% of their diet or something is that. <laughs> then they get cold And
0: it, And is that a thing... So so a, a frugivore, a pescavore, yeah. an herbivore. Uh, like it's not just... that they are that they can't eat yes. the other things. They're just more designed yeah. and prefer yeah. their thing. It's
1: very common. Um, a good example that's come up very recently is that horses and cows will eat baby chicks if they find them. They don't primarily eat meat, but if there's a free little source of protein right there, that's going to basically be no effort to eat. They're, they're going to do it. And
0: is that pretty typical across the animal kingdom?
1: Yes. I know one channel that I watch had a like a 15-minute video of erphoborzine meat and then a 14-minute video of carnivorzine plants. So yeah. it's pretty common. I mean, it's not what... It's not necessarily all the time. Like it's gonna be every once in a while. It'd be out of
0: a particular need. Yeah, they can't find food or something. Or like a big thing in
1: the Amazon, for example, which is actually kind of where these birds live, which is interesting. But Mm -hmm. um, for example, like spider monkeys and stuff will eat clay because the fruits they eat are poisonous, and they found out that the clay. Will kind of cancel out the poison, ah, so okay. they will go out of their way, even if, especially for spider monkeys who live their whole lives in the trees. Going to the ground is very dangerous, but they will do it to eat this clay. So, so kind of
0: can... like a uh, like you use um, coal or carbon as yeah. a filter for some things. Something, something yeah. in the clay filters out and yeah. the the toxins. Oh, that's kind of cool, interesting. Yeah. Um, well, and and uh, uh, this is just a it has nothing to do with m- modern animals, but the the uh, the dinosaurs. I don't know if there are, any, are there any modern animals that eat.
1: Um, we have th- a-
0: stones to grind things up. It's literally ate little I stones. I think.
1: maybe I don't know, but sauropods are famous. For like swallowing stones, as it helps grind up food in their stomach. Yeah. I can't think of an animal off the top of my head. I that guess does like that, but... ca-
0: like cows evolved to have multiple stomachs yes, to take care of. Yeah. But of sauropods that
1: like brachiosaurus, for example, like certain species have been found to swallow stones called gastroliths. Mm-hmm. They, that's what they get called when they swallow them.
0: Well, so, yeah. and that and that. So a cow's stomach kind of does the same thing, but yeah. without swallowing well, stones, the food goes through three processes. Eat
1: food. Swallow it, digest it a bit, then puke it back up kind of and chew it again and then swallow it again.
0: Into another stomach though, don't they? Yeah, in another, yeah so into it, another stomach. Into another process, yeah. But
1: they, it goes back up to the mouth. and they, That's why when you hear about cows chewing cud, yeah. it's because they chew the same food multiple times. Over and over. And they have yeah. three
0: stomachs. I think Two, four, three, four. I think oh. it's four. Well, I guess we're a little off the word. I'm sorry. I got on a thing yeah. about cows and stomachs. I'm not uh, a cow <laughs> expert, so... <laughs> So anyway, this particular bird. So yes. Tell us about this. It this eats particular fruits. Bird. Okay.
1: But it lives in very high mountains in the Guanine Shield, and some of these will be like giant sheer cliffs, just completely flat tops. Okay. Now, like, like, like thousands of feet tall.
0: Okay. So already, I have a question. Yeah. They eat fruit. Yeah. But they're in really high mountains on cliffs with flat tops, which would seem to not be a conducive environment well, to growing like, fruit. This is the
1: Amazon rainforest. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. So even so, at the top of the mountain, it's warm. Yes. And and, and wet. And, and also these okay. are birds.
1: They could fly down.
0: Well, it's okay. Yeah.
1: And those are the extreme. There's a lot of just mountainous forests, but there's okay. like every once in a while, you run into one of these like really big, like okay. Angel's Fall, which is like the tallest waterfall, is found in the terrain like this up in Northern South America.
0: So, so. do they live in like little caves in the side of the cliff? or ledges? I think Not so. Not in trees, I guess, if they're up that... I, I mean, don't
1: actually know for sure. If
0: they make nests of twigs yeah. or anything. Well, so that would be something to kind of look into. Yeah, how, how I do mean, they nest at
1: Breakfield Zoo, there is another subspecies of this specific bird they have, mm-hmm. and it they will both nest on the... They will both sit on the fake rocks and okay. in the trees. Okay.
0: So. But they're comfortable on rocks. Well, yeah. and isn't the nest... At Brookfield Zoo, up on like oh yeah, a fake it's a rock flat- cliff. yeah,
1: it's actually no, it's actually just on like a random platform in like the hull.
0: Okay. So oh, yeah, so like yeah. But, but like rocky cliff. There's no. Yeah. Tre- they're actually away from the trees. Yeah, and the so vegetation probably, when probably
1: yeah, cliff nesters. And that could that sense.
0: have anything to do with predation? That they yeah.
1: I mean, barely anything's gonna be able to get you up there. Yeah, that's a- just another bird. That's why basically. birds make nests in trees in general. Yeah, and cliffs are just a further step up.
0: Okay. All right. That kind of makes sense. Okay. I'm going to keep interrupting, so just keep going.
1: (laughs) Um. So yes, they, and that's called the. So the area they live specifically is called the Guanian Shield. Okay. which is just what the area is called i believe one of the countries is called french guan or guinea i don't i can't pronounce things but okay <laughs> it's so if you it, were in spanish class you learn about most of the main countries and then there's brazil which is portuguese so it's not there's then like four small countries right up above brazil that like you don't know what they're called one of those <laughs> is french guan and that's the guanian shield that's where you find these guys
0: you said French. Was it like ruled by the French? Is it still run by the French? I think
1: one of them might be a French colony. French
0: colony, or okay. It,
1: it definitely was a French colony. colony. I don't know if it still is, now, okay. But yeah,
0: okay. And so, so what is it that you like? So why is this your favorite
1: bird? Well, so first of all, this is the only plush I could find. So it's the other subspecies than the one I've actually encountered. Uh, okay. Now at Brickfield Zoo, they have the subspecies that I don't have a plush of. Okay. And that one is the Andean subspecies because it lives in Andeans Mountains, which is the big mountain range in South America. So they, they both live in mountains and they're both very similar, but they're slightly different. By the way, that one, I've got to feed them before. I was doing like a behind the scenes and I got to hold out a blueberry tray and one of them came down. And that that, that connected me with them. And another time, the first time I ever heard of it, I just found it in a book. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is such a cool bird. Now, I think this is the point where I have to reveal the name for things to keep making sense. This yeah. is the Guanian cock of the rock.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And the ones at Brickfield 2 are the Andean cocks of the, cocks of the rock. Okay. So then I was like, yo, guys, look, I found this cool bird called the cock of the rock. I'm like, look, its name rhymes, <laughs> and it's a orange, which is rare in the animal kingdom. And then they're like do you know what cock means? <laughs> and I learned that day what cock meant, and I got very sad because I thought it was just the word. Well, birds. but
0: also, well, yeah, I mean, it's that's a, a it's, male yeah. R- rooster. Or, yeah, that's what uh, I mean, mean, a male chicken. Yeah, yeah, but they taught me the
1: other meaning, and I got very sad. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So this is the Guanyan Cock of the Rock. The one thing I don't like about it, this plus in particular, is that it's crest. In real life, their crests are very stiff and has a very... The Guanian specifically has a black rim to it, while the Andean doesn't, and that's the main way to tell them apart. So, but I mean, this is a really old plush that like I had to find on eBay. So I mean, and it, it, yeah, their
0: their 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 crests almost look like just a solid, like a ridge on a. a the the dinosaur that you you push the at the museum It's like that, a lot that's, crest that's like different that. well but I mean the shape also it's kinda, that's you know.
1: that's the next thing we're talking about oh well there you go see but, I'm,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm 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 jumping ahead it's foreshadowing but, people foreshadowing but before we get there <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about
1: is. So the males are bright orange. Yeah. The ones I fed – the one I fed at Brickfield was brown. Why Mm -hmm. is that? Well, the males are orange and the females are brown. Right. This is very common in birds. The male will be brightly colored to display and the female will be a darker color to camouflage. Yeah. So – and the the females still tend to have the crest. but Mm -hmm. It might be slightly less prominent. I don't know.
0: And are there any particular I mean other than you thought they were cool looking and are there any particular other interesting facts about these this particular bird that really caught I mean, your attention?
1: I've listed them, they're they're a bright color, they're right. not common, they live off in the mountains. Um they're you like orange is just a unique color in general. Mm-hmm. Their name rhymes. I like that <laughs> rhymes.
0: The little yeah. alliteration never mm-hmm. hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh and it says on here that um The brickfield do encounter. They make the um a call when when squeezed.
1: Oh, uh, this plush makes a call when squeezed. Okay. It's specifically a Wild Republic.
0: I guess that's why I figured you wouldn't squeeze yeah. the real bird. No. But no, <laughs> yeah,
1: the plush. Yeah, Wild Republic makes a whole series of these. They have newer ones which are a lot better mm-hmm. because it's like the pattern's just on the bird instead of like being stitched separately so they can get more detailed. In the smaller space,
0: and do they do they all do you know if they all kind of make the same call or in different
1: well they all make species a,
0: within each the species, species
1: same, makes a different call slightly
0: different call the high pitched or low or
1: it depends on the bird
0: oh so they're all kind of different all birds the, make all different colors. oh no no the cocks of the rocks oh, from the Andean to the I, I don't know the I know the,
1: the Guanians tend to have like are, I want to say sharper they have like more okay. like like, focused edges. It has the black rim on the crest. Okay. The males for the Guanian also have little yellow strings off their wings. Okay. While the male Andean is just orange and black.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And maybe some white. Okay. And it has a very, like, like it's still a solid crest, but it frays off at the, at the mm. top. Okay. And the female is just a brown male. Okay. Like, I think the Guanian, there might be some more differences in the genders, but, like, a female Andean is just brown.
0: Okay. All right. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's very cool. So, uh, Cox of the Rocks, if, if you go, you said at Brookfield Zoo. They have
1: Andy and Cox of the Rocks. They have
0: Andy and Cox of the There's Rocks.
1: There's also some at the Bronx Zoo. Those, oh, are the, nice. those are the two places that I know have them.
0: Okay. So. And uh, you may uh, catch James occasionally behind the scenes. Every once in a while, he does it behind the scenes because yeah. he loves the birds at Brookfield Zoo yeah. and uh, I has I like been there a couple times. Uh, so, you may may see, if you see a very handsome, very tall. Oh, my Okay, that, young man in, in red tricky. glasses
1: I'm like barely I'm really short actually not in
0: our house, <laughs> in, our house, in, our house okay. in our house you're very tall yes in my, yeah. <laughs> okay so alright so that kind of wraps up the first half of the round.